Um, hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. I am joined today by my co-host Andrew Kerwin. Nice to be here. That would be awful if we constantly spoke in this sort of binary tone. We could do it, but it wouldn't go well. This is a chat GPT auto-generated podcast. Ha 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 ha. It sounds a bit like the announcement you'd receive on terrestrial television if there was some sort of natural disaster. Go for it. Everyone stay inside. <laughs> a meteor is about to strike your area. I don't I think it would be <laughs> Everyone stay inside. <laughs> meteor incoming in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never seen an apocalypse film? Yeah. Because you can't you that's the thing, is you can't You can't be panicking people. But at what stage can you be panicking people? Never. But it's like we're all going to die in, the scientists have said, Meteor's going to hit. We've got a minute. Yeah. Do you think Hugh Edwards is not going, for fuck's sake? Well, I don't think it's Hugh Edwards. What's TV goes off and there's just like a message. Just a they'll have this all planned out. Yeah. They'll have these things recorded already. You're they'll not clued in you. enough. What? They'll have goth you. What's that? It's emergency that they've planned for. It's called Operation Stormbridge. <laughs> what, what's goth you? Goth Hugh. So Hugh then, um, <coughs> Hugh Edwards has like a, he immediately darks it. Are you suggesting that, that? He he then gets black fingernails and he's like, I'm goth you. Are you suggesting that Hugh Edwards is using the apocalypse to show his true colours? No, I'm saying, I'm, I'm not suggesting that actually. I'm saying that BBC have planned for a lot of inevitabilities. And why? But they haven't planned for goth you. No, they have planned for goth The only reason they have goth you is because it's, part of Operation Stormbridge, which is if a meteorite is coming in, they get Why Hugh... would they call it Operation Stormbridge <laughs> if it was a meteorite? Because it's a code name. Well, it's a code name that also sounds like a different natural disaster. Yeah, that's it's, it's code names is partly to, to trick right. thickies like you. So if thickies, if for instance, a thickie like me got Had hold the of... the torch in your mouth and you're going through... And oh, they must be preparing for some <laughs> sort of Stormbridge disaster. I now know the only way to get you know, Hugh Edwards into a goth attire would be to create a storm on a bridge. You create a storm on a bridge, nothing happens. Nothing happens. You've been fooled. So, <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later, a meteor strike yeah, exactly. happens. Yeah. And then he comes out, but I don't have long to enjoy yeah. him. If I'm you wanted to, to create a storm bridge and see what that was, that's Operation Flaming Meteorite. Right. So what's like a tsunami? <laughs> That's that's called no water in the desert. Alien invasion. Yeah, <laughs> they're all alien invasion is we need more cheese. Um, the, uh, a, a different virus, a death eating virus. Well, people eating virus. That would be um, snip snip. Snip snip. <laughs> snip snip. Operation snip snip. <laughs> snip snip. Saying this. Yes. Saying this. Yeah. Um, my time communicating with the police to yeah. higher and lesser degrees of success. Um, they do have. Um, operations like it's quite as traditional as you think and some of them are ridiculous and they have no relevance to it Operation Mincemeat I've seen really mm. well no that's a show no it's that's a, a BBC show it's a BBC show <laughs> <laughs> oh dear you're thick yeah I am a bit it you're is. fucking thick mate <laughs> Operation Mincemeat it does <laughs> cast. sound like <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's on Now TV right um, so it's not a real thing no it's a. It's, it's written by Ben McIntyre. Well, that says everything. 
Um, so not that. Yes. Um, but they do other ones, which I clearly can't remember. Because you're just putting one because you've seen it. On Maybe your... I'm not even allowed to say it. Maybe. So. Yeah. Well, that could have. Well, that's Operation Mincemeat would be the perfect operation name because yeah. people would see it and go, "Oh, that's just a TV show," whereas actually it's a genuine police investigation. True, and I bet that that Operation Mincemeat. I bet there's not much mincemeat involved. Do you think in there's any mincemeat involved? I don't think so. Well, mincemeat is slang for like you know you're dead, chump. Is suck it? it? Suck it. Yeah, you're mincemeat. Your bird. Oh food, yeah, your yeah. worm food. Your fish food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you for the horses. That's not one. You're for the for the scene. Your time's up, Bardo. Uh You said you had a great gripe this week. Oh, we're going, oh, we're going straight into the plan. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I went to a pub mm-hmm. on Sunday, and I, I think I had the most embarrassing experience of my life. <laughs> it might not appear like it, but every... I, it, so it wasn't... Not many people saw it. No. But... It was just the action of it and also the couple of people saw it. And when I finished it, I was like, objectively, I think that's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. Although there wasn't like a reaction Was this when you went back it. home? No, this was on Sunday. So I was back in London. This wasn't in a local pub, was it? It was, yeah. Which pub? I don't even know the name of it. Okay, so it wasn't, so it wasn't, the, it wasn't the Rusty story. Bike. It wasn't the Rusty Bike. No. no. And it wouldn't have happened <laughs> in the Rusty Bike. And the reason, the, the thing is, it's not my fault. Go on. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I, like, I like that that scene. Yeah, but yeah. he's going into therapy saying it's yeah. not my fault. It is your fault. And especially the therapist is. It if is I'm your going fault. into therapy for this, you'll be you'll be very surprised. It but is your fault. It's actually right. It's the pub's fault, and I. So this is why it's a gripe, essentially. Yeah. I went to the roast. It was kind of a weird pub. It was a there was like carry. There was a lot of carrier bags around. Yeah. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Food good, though. <laughs> good food. Food good, food good food bad good, vibes. Bags bag. too much. <laughs> they looked like they were constantly... It looked like they were preparing for... It looked like shop. back. It looked like backstage of something. Yeah. And there was a lot of odd things. And this was one of the odd things in there. So I was ha- happy as Larry talking to all my pals and then went, Drew, I need, I need to go to the toilet, right? Yeah. I was, I was a little bit hungover. Um... Mm. And then I went to the male toilets mm. um, and it said gents in the middle of two doors. On one door, it said w- it said one. And on the other door, it said two. And mm. I thought, what the fuck is all that bullshit? <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, I've just, I guess I'll go into yeah. the one that's labeled one. Yeah. And then it became clear what the labels were for. What? I went into one and it was just a urinal. Yeah. So clearly one is we and two is, you know, poo. Shit. Yeah. And now, so then I then had to go out of the toilet, out of the one, and embarrassingly walk to the two. (laughs) Why? Because I needed a poo. Oh, it's humiliating. Because imagine like someone being a bit confused and then go in, go into the door, disappear, and then 10 seconds later walk out with their head like slumped and then go into the two. Did anyone catch you humiliating yourself like this? I think one, there was a a family enjoying a roast dinner right in front of the toilets. So I think they would have caught me. You make it sound like that's part of the enjoyment. Yeah, they didn't pay for the premium seats. <laughs> but I is watching people go in and out of the toilets. Like what? Um, that is a stupid thing to yeah. label because uh, I guess what they've done is they changed the, dis- the disabled toilets into just a uh, a toilet. Yeah, like a, a, cu- a, cu- toilet. a, cub- a cubicle. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one, they just you know kept the urinals there. And then they thought, well, we've got a 
we've got to be discreet about this. I yeah. mean, pub ways that places differentiate between boys and girls toilets has always been hilarious. Yeah. I think we've covered that before, yes. actually. I think Sean Lott covered it in his 2002 special. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where we get most of our material. <laughs> but then to differentiate between what you're actually doing in the toilets, yeah. unfortunately for this pub, because of their refurbishment decisions, is necessary. Sure. But they didn't think it through. Would you call because it... Because yeah. one and two is not clear enough. Because when have you ever been to a pub that's like, you need to poo in here and piss in there? Never. Never. Never, not once. You And ladies, they're just they're just going to the shithole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, because it's... Yeah, yeah, but like, like, I didn't venture into the ladies. Oh, this is all I in don't the venture into the oh, women's toilets. this is all in the men's? Yeah, obviously. So how could people see you? What? Because I left the toilet. Right. Like, you, you're a bit confused, <laughs> aren't you? We need to do some clearing up. What's going on? What do you th- what do you think happened? I need to create yeah, a go portal. to your mind palace <laughs> so you could understand this very rudimentary situation. <laughs> Was it Doctor Strange? That's this yeah. Is <laughs> All right, now get out I'll of the portal. I'm trying to go, go back in time to right. work out. Yeah, go back in time. Look at it. <laughs> right, watch it, and now come back. What happened? Um, so there's three doors. <laughs> No, so no, there's two. I've, that's so there was the the, the what the, do you the, mean? The <laughs> there's three doors. <laughs> go back, go back. Instead of going back to what, just go back to ten seconds ago when the I explained the time. story. Right, let's that start will help. Yeah. So why do you think there's three? Are you getting the ladies involved? No, so you're not. Well, hold up. So the, there's the you saw it was the men's. There was a men's. Where's the men's logo? So if you if you listened, yeah. I said there was the word gents in between two doors. Fine. I then went on to what say in the one ladies? door was labelled one and the other door was labelled two. Where's the ladies? The ladies is well. I'm just gonna clarify how insane it is that you yeah. think. That, why? But you said you thought. I just want to get to the bottom of this. Why yeah. did you think there was three? I mean, you said it wasn't the I ladies. I think it was because you. I thought you said three doors. When at any point. <laughs> And what's check the tape? Check, check the tape. I know. I'm so confident on this. Um, a, I think a, a, bit, a big giveaway yeah. is that one of the doors said one, and the other door said two. Not once have I mentioned the mm. the number three. Yeah, I guess in my head I was setting up as a. In my head, I, I was predicting that the gripe was going to be about misplay. I thought you were going to go into the women's bathroom. Right. So you were. So pre- it confused me because I was like, "Where are these? Are these so, women squatting on your urinals?" Right. So you predicted what I was going to say. Yeah. And then after I said what I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. you presumed that that prediction was correct. I thought it was about 50-50 which one was right. Right, but you weren't <laughs> quite knowledgeable. I think it is astounding. I would say that, you're an unreliable narrator. If, if I was, to- And you were the most unreliable <laughs> listener <laughs> I've ever fucking heard. I In- think if it was English GCC talking about you telling stories, they'd be like, be warned, this guy's an unreliable, this guy's an unreliable narrator. We've been through this. I am an unreliable narrator when it comes to historical things. When it comes to two days ago, and the amount of doors is actually vital to the story, I think I'm fairly reliable. Sure, sure. sure. So there were two doors. Do we need to do... It's also astonishing how we are able to do this podcast, given the regularity of which you don't listen to what I say. Yeah, I'm gone. But there's two doors... Mm. So I, why would that, right, I don't, the three, I don't, there's nothing to do with the ladies. I come out of one did and have to go ladies? into two. I did see the ladies. Was there two doors for that? There was just the one. Just the one. Was that numbered? Because they don't have the problem. Yeah. Because but it's just, it was, it, you understand it's interesting to see how this pub approaches the female problem. But the, 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 the reason why they had, what? 
the the problem that they had yeah. was because of the, the refurbishment. They mm. clearly changed a disabled toilet into just a, no, a, a normal toilet or not a, whatever, an able toilet. Conjecture. Ah! Um, and then... <laughs> And then the other one was urinal. Yeah. So they had to then, let's get back on it actually. Yeah. So they then had to differentiate between, you know, which which ones you need to go in. So they chose, yeah. So I, you yeah. can't go pee or poop. You could go piss, trough and shit bucket. Well, the the family <laughs> were sitting right outside eating their roast. Yeah. So you don't want to be yeah, gnawing fine. on a turkey leg with poo piss. bucket. <laughs> poo bucket and piss While trough. eating gravy. <laughs> no. But for you... It would have been clearer. Yeah. Would it? I don't know if it well, would. Well, the thing is, because you it's a tough one. We'll, <laughs> and What we'll now do is work out the best way to approach this. The obvious best way to approach this is don't do those refurbishments. Yeah. I'd like to say, what was the name of the pub? I don't remember. Something of the Angel of Bow. Um, down there. It was strange to go down there. Mm. But... Yeah, don't go that way. Don't, well, I did. <laughs> you shouldn't And ever, then I ended don't up... Don't go further east. Yeah. It's only... <laughs> well, yeah, I ended up humiliating myself. Um, but they... You can't be too overt with it because there's families eating roasts around you. But then I what don't want I don't want any poop and piss. <laughs> Shit and wee. Yeah. Waz and farts. Yeah. <laughs> A fart room. <laughs> it's just got nothing. It's just an, em- an empty room. Soundproofed. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this refurbishment I think this is unne- I think you could have afforded a disabled toilet as opposed to a <laughs> fart room yeah but so you can't God, obviously you can't do that slop isn't it but you can <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't I would like to avoid it happening to other like other people in the future because one and two isn't like, one and two isn't clear enough yeah that's not clear if you're going and you, you see gents and you see one and two you're like mm. I'm not presuming that that's what I need to be doing mm. in there are you presuming no so what could it be? Um, urinals. Urinals sauce. in cubicle. Yeah. It's as simple as that, isn't it's really it? Simple. It's really It's as simple as that. Yeah. That's why it's a fucking gripe because yeah. they're trying to be cutesy, mm. but they've ended up... I would love to know the amount of people that have walked into the one and have to embarrassly walk out of that with their tail between their legs and walk into the two. How Because emba- I, I think maybe in my head, I, I thought it was going to be more embarrassing... The only people who witnessed your embarrassment were, but that's were why a family I said, of six, right? Yeah, but that's why I said at the start, again, something I also said. <laughs> my preface. I know that was maybe five minutes ago, but yeah. I said not that many people saw it, so yeah. it wasn't viscerally the most embarrassing yeah. thing. But technically, mm. I think it's one of the most embarrassing things sure, that's ever sure, happened sure. to me. If yeah. we go through blow by blow, yeah, imagine the feeling. Pa- you mean pound for pound? Pound for pound. Yeah, most it was obviously featherweight thing. division. But if you, if, <laughs> if you imagine if you imagine like a, an audience yeah. watching that, yes, fine. Then that's ridiculous, yeah, and embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. because and it would be more embarrassing if you left piss trough into the shit bucket room. That's what I did. Yeah, no, but I mean, if if it was labelled that, that's why they shouldn't label it. Label no, that. I think there's something more embarrassing about the one and two because it's a double thing. If you clearly didn't understand what that meant, and you need a poo. <laughs> that's double that's yeah it's a double whammy. yeah pit, i guess that's but because yeah. there's this it's a fair reason to it's a fair like yeah. thing to not get yeah and it's so over and because people be like why is he just oh the lad needs a shit the lad needs a poop yeah so that's my gripe <laughs> if there was a if you then left that room and went to three which is the fart room that would be <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sorry that's that, not right that sorry, would I'm be just looking for the fart room that is would be more the, the humiliating room than ever yeah um 
Yeah, that's a good gripe. I, I have a, this is a gripe. But it's just, once again, I went to Frank Amanka this last week. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't, I don't know why your face made me laugh. <laughs> you look like I, I was a bit scared. You look like I was insinuating something. Of you. <laughs> you what? I went to Frank Amanka. What? Yeah. Um, they they didn't cut my pizza. They didn't cut anyone's pizza. Right. What is what right. is going on there? Right. Why is everyone? Why is it always the case? Right. Italian style. Why? Do they do that in Italy? I I don't care. This is something where it's like I'm all for authenticity. Authenticities. Yeah. <laughs> we I've all I want it all to be like a a Bira Moretti advert. Sure. Well, then you don't. If you don't, if you want your pizza sliced, you don't. I want don't it like think that. the sliced takes out of any authenticity, and I think it's absolutely you insane. Lose, you lose a lot of mozzarella when they give you a slab, this giant slab of. T- tough sourdough don't use mean words to make it sound worse than it was because it was. then it's just sounded like you don't like the pizza no the pizza was great yeah but you're going this giant no, lard thing of what gross I sourdough what i don't like is with the nearly always relatively blunt cutlery that's at a pizza joint right you know it's not like you got steak knives or something yeah where you have to mangle and maim your like like jeffrey Dahmer on a carcass just fucking yeah like that and then suddenly it's now and now i'm tired the the, the beauty of a pizza you wouldn't do a good job of it as well. i wouldn't but i, I think it's a, a still a, a universal rule no one does a great right job now, but you would do a bad one yes fine, fine. <laughs> you're happy with that aren't yeah, you? yeah yeah <laughs> <can> proceed <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Everyone's shit, but you're even worse than yeah. that. Good. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, and I think everyone is relating with this because yeah. part of the joy of the pizza, probably what part, not only is it taste Top good, five? Probably. Really? Probably. Top five even... joys is that it comes cut. No. Oh, sorry. I thought you mean... Ease. I'm just saying... That what part of the reason why pizza is like so popular is because it's so easy. Mm. It's the easiest takeaway. It's the easiest of all these things. The that takes out so much of the enjoyment of the ease. Because by the time I've cut it, I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking there's tired. cheese. There's cheese and fucking well, yeah. Well, because you're doing all tomato job. everywhere, Look, and it's I, like mm. get a proper pizza cutter, which you yeah. you can easily have behind there. And but every single one you sort out before it comes. Now I'm torn on this. Go on. Um, I don't think there is another argument, personally. I, I, gen, I generally agree. I also had a pizza at Zizzy's this weekend, which wasn't cut, and I had to cut myself. It was also a rustica pizza, which is, you know, almost oblong in mm-hmm. shape. And that's always like, I, 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 I don't know where to stand. Where, where do I stand with this? Yeah, like, how do, what, a, what's your attempt? Uh, my rustica attempt is thus. Slap bang down the middle. Mm. Obviously, width, not length, mm. right? Mm. Um, and then... You just do as much. You could. You try and make as many triangular as possible, and you just accept that there's going to be the runt of the litter mm. at the end. Yeah, but this is besides the point. <laughs> you, 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 you looked at me for comment, and I didn't know. Yeah, like there's not. And I wouldn't <laughs> even. Not, I'm not even that interested in what I just said. I thought. Well, I thought you might have a different tactic. No, but you don't really have approaches. No, it's to, free for all. So. I I had one as well. We we both had one in the week. Mm. Um, I agree it would be better if it was cut. That's yeah. I I do agree, I agree, especially if they don't bring you a if they if you're not going to cut it, bring a pizza r- roller thing, yeah. a pizza cutter, because but then there's something about bringing out a pizza cutter which makes it feel like you're doing the chef's work Definitely. for him, and they know that because so they, that's it's also why they don't re- bring it out because <laughs> it reveal the fact that they're not doing their job. 
Yeah. I just don't know how hard it is. If you're going through all the work, you're at work, you're 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 putting it into the, the, the oven, you're getting it out, you're putting the, the tomato sauce on, you're doing all that. How much more work is it doing that? Whereas I'm going for a relaxing pizza evening with my friends. The customer's you always know, right. It's not a trendy place. It's pizza time, which is in many ways a sort of like, let's all stop pretending to be all hip. We're here at a pizza joint. We're it's here a, to it's relax. It's a slob fest. It's yeah, a, it's a slob it's fest. A I'm, out with, slob fest. I'm at a pizza party with my pals. Well, do, you wanna, thing... do you want to know why the Italians don't do it? Why? Pizza at the restaurant in Italy is served unsliced in the great majority. This is an amazing English. <laughs> in the great majority of cases, because this helps, it's well, it's probably an Italian restaurant, because this helps, this helps its presentation and flavor, preventing the runny pizza topping from leaking off the pizza base and wetting the edges. Not slicing the pizza for customers also minimizes the risk of it cooling down. Okay, so... That's absolute bullshit. Yeah, and you agree. agree. That's yeah, complete yeah, nonsense. Because yeah, yeah. you're handing it to me to do the same. Yeah. All of the shit that you've just said. Presentation, go fuck yourself. It should, yeah, presentation. Presentation, I, if I was in a, like, I was having the best pizza in Italy, maybe I would want it to look like a whole pizza. But not in Franco Manco. But in my head. Not in Hey Receives Zizzies. In my head, part of the presentation of a In my head, the sliced pizza yeah. is... Because you've, most... indo- you've been indoctrinated. No, I haven't. By Goodfellas <laughs> and Domino's. Well, unrealistic. Unrealistic aspirations of pizza. It's unrealistic. Body In my stand. head, the, the pizza aesthetic is the sliced pizza. Yeah. Because it seems so un- inaccessible, the unsliced pizza. Right. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel, it doesn't have a come hither. But the, yeah, the sliced but... pizza has, it's giving yeah. a little bit of leg. It's showing a lacy, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, it says, come here, the, take a slice. But then when it's not sliced, it's like, it looks like a Bastille, you know. Yeah. No, it does. Um, I, I, no, I agree. I agree. Tough walls. I do agree. I would just say if I. The, What's Domino's was... deals? Deal. Of course. Because they're, 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 they're not sliced. always sliced, are they? Once I went, yeah, they're always sliced. Always sliced. Um, once I went to my friend's birthday party when he was living in Guildford and we went to a park and he said I was there and he said um <laughs> <laughs> you were, were I you? was yeah when he was like I'm a, we're gonna get pizza but yeah. they don't slice it so can someone bring scissors yeah that's nuts that's not that, that all they sh- did you shouldn't be having that conversation with anyone tr- yeah who wants who brings scissors to a party yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's line. a good point. You know, a psychopath. Maybe I'd be like, "How? Here's free scissors, so you can cut all of our pizzas." That's what I would. What? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Or you just buy them a pizza slicer. Yeah. There is a. There is a. It's, particularly that was just a takeaway pizza. They served yeah. it in pizza boxes. They know people are going out and eating it in the sunshine in a park, and they're still not cutting it. Yeah. That is insane. I just find that the the kind of orthodoxy around it there's a real right. discipline in not cutting pizza well that's which the, seems yeah. so weird i thought even like i understand some people trying to be hit but i think in many ways at a restaurant it's almost the norm not to cut pizzas it's, it's becoming that way and that's true the um, one thing yeah. i disagree with on a personal note because yeah. i I, be, I believe it should be yeah. i believe it should be cut and yeah. i agree with you yeah. however i don't mind when it's not cut go on because it's another chance to exercise discipline in food sure I quite, I'm, I'm big on savoring at the moment. I'm really trying to slow down and enjoy it because you do just enjoy it so much more if you slow yourself down. Yeah. And the act of, it's a bit like wrapping a fajita. Mm-hmm. It's, you've finished one slice, you finish one fajita and now you've got a bit of a respite. 
you've got to think I've got to you know build this fajita and wrap We're it doing up cardio I'm doing some cardio <laughs> I'm doing some brain teasing it's yeah. all like you, the fajita wrapping ain't ain't simple honey Muhammad has six slices Jonah has <laughs> three <laughs> <laughs> But so, what? 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 Wrapping each individual fajita yeah. and slicing each individual slice of pizza does slow you down. You contemplate your meal. Mm. You take your time. You drink it all in. No, you, so you're doing it one slice at a time. Yeah, because I'd used to be a bit like a maniacal. Get it all done. Get it all done so I can relax. Yeah. But now I've realised that I don't want to relax at any point throughout yeah. this meal. Exactly. <laughs> I want to always have a job just in front. <laughs> I want to know a job is only a few bites away. Yeah. But it's this, it's this, but it's actually different pizzas because when I have a pizza at Spoons, they don't cut it. One of the best pizzas you'll have, by the way, is at Weather Spoons. Take that tip and run with it. Yeah. At Spoons, they don't. It's good for the price. It's it's good pizza. It's good czar. It's good pie. Yeah. It's good pie, man. It's good pie. And for real, man, it's good pie. <laughs> Trust me. Get get the spicy meat feast with a garlic dip on yeah. a hangover. You're it's, fucking laughing. Yeah. Um, I've been there for dinner once. Yeah. Went there for dinner. Wasn't yeah. like just a normal weekday. Really? Yep. It was big. It was By myself. <laughs> really? No. no. Um, but I will. I will slice that up all the way. Yeah. Because that. Well, this contradicts what I just said. I have less respect for that pizza. Yeah. Yeah. It swings and roundabouts. Yeah. I comment below your thoughts. Yeah. Um, we have now started uh, opening up topic discussions to the Privy Council, our Patreon, which you can join in the link below. Opinions on fat suits in reference to the whale. So I've been really, I haven't really been up to date with any of the Oscar stuff. A lot of the films seem to bore me. I didn't really, I'm, oh, not, what? That, I'm not that interested in a lot of the films this year. I'm just not yeah, you are. up to date with it. I like Tar. You, and I you like kind of like Banshees. Fine. Triangle of sadness. Yeah, just uh, it, yeah. Who, it, it wasn't like who's gonna win. You know, there's yeah. there's nothing that particularly excited me. Um, but the whale, I have no idea what the whale's about. Neither do I. Oh. <laughs> Not a clue. I have no clue. I haven't watched it. I haven't even seen a trailer for it. Neither have I. I've only seen fat. I've Bre seen posters. I've seen fat Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And I know it's called the whale. And I know it's directed by Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. I know though that's my extent of knowledge as well. So what do you think it's about? Well, is he? I said, didn't he actually get fat for it? Is that a fat suit? No, it has to be a fat suit because he's so fat in it. He would no, he wouldn't be able to get that fat. That's like medical. But I swear the other. That's like your heart heart might collapse. But I swear I saw him about the weight weight gain. No, no, he was already just quite fat, but this is like super super fat. Right. So he. Mm, okay. Oh, I did see a bit more a clip of it, and he was in the shower. Um, having to hold on to a thing because he's morbidly obese. So I think it's, it was weird. Is it about morbidly obese? I think it is. Brendan Fraser. I think it's about, so imagine the people on the Channel 5 documentary, Britain's Fattest Man, you know, where they do shots around the house of them trying to survive. <laughs> what everyday life? Like getting out of bed. <laughs> trying to survive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's like an art house film take on that. Um, so what, I, so is it just about the plight of the the, the fat, fat man. man? The fat man. The fat man. The plight in modern society of the fat man. Well, I have no idea. I is it like a kind of our friend Michael said it was awful, but Brendan Fraser's performance was amazing. Right. Is it kind of like an exploration of the the family dynamic of the fat? Yeah, I think he. I saw a one clip. I think of uh, his furious daughter mm. 
I think he was angry because he's fat. Because he's fat, right? And then he was like, "I'm, I know I'm fat. I'm fat because I, I'm fat because I, I, I feel insecure, and that makes me more fat." Right. And then there's always that clip, which is like the really like Oscar Beatty clip, yeah. which is like they show the denouement, they show the big unraveling. Yeah. Where and it's him going, "What is it? He, he's all fat and he's crying, and he, he, this is, what is it? This is what they'd show during the Oscars, I imagine." Brendan Fraser. The whale, yeah, and then him being, uh, I I want to do something for once in my life that means something, yeah, eh! or something like that. Have yeah. you seen that clip? I have, yeah, I and think he's you like, got it. Eh! Yeah. was it that? What yeah, I think that? I think you almost got it Va- for vaguely, words. yeah, means something or that he's I'm proud fat of. and I don't want to be fat anymore for once in my fat life. <laughs> yeah, that's probably more accurate. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I can't even hazard a guess, actually. Really? No. <laughs> it's called The Whale. Do it's you... weird. It's the only one I don't really know anything about. <laughs> no, no Why idea. don't I know much about it? Yeah. It's never attracted me. Yeah. I don't remember it. Yeah, I've never been interested, but because it, it's so much about the return of Frasier. Yeah. Not the sitcom. Not the sitcom. <laughs> um, and then it being called... But I the... never really noticed he was gone. Now, it's by Aronofsky. It's clearly like a, a, a an art house film that's going to be bold... When they call it the whale, mm. do you, there's got to be a could have been got, a satire. There's well, there's got to be a, another meaning to it, right? There's yeah. got to be. It's, it's yeah. going to be like it's not just this man's <laughs> as big as a whale. It has to be. It has to be. Surely. Because that's like something you could you could do a like a parody of fat documentaries and call it Finding the Whale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Britain's biggest whale. <laughs> yeah, I hope that there's. Maybe he's really into whales and right. that represents the, the <coughs> great unknown. So it's his, his hobby. Or something like that. Or like he's on the beach there's a mo- and this whale, dick. there's a beached whale, you know. In That's it. too on the nose. Probably. But still, if there's no mention of a whale then, and it's just then it has friend, to be. then I'm like, that is, that is a bit much. If anyone's seen it, can you actually comment? It's like having a film about is a fat a... person, like Brad Pitt in a fat, fat suit and calling yeah. it the snuffling hog. It's not quite <laughs> like that. It's not, it's not quite like that. But then the, the you're right, there, there, there has to be something. It could be like a, a, a loose Moby Dick reference. Yeah, well, that's He's nice. looking for something. Killing a whale. Well, he's looking for meaning, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he's fat. What does the whale mean? But it's, I think, I, I think at minimum... It's a double entendre. Minimum. Minimum. Has to be. Which is rude. Well, double's all right. It's the single entendre that's the rude one. No, I still think double's a bit like, you can't be calling people whales as a movie name. <laughs> it's the only time in my life that anything ever meant anything. Shut up, you're a whale. <laughs> you can't call it, it this, surely. I'm a whale. We are just going off the poster of the film. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to. That's a great way to have a film pod. What? Just, go just off, yeah. Maybe teasers and posters. And Say what of... you think it is, and then review it aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> two stars. I didn't like the way two they stars. Did. Not for me. Well, what? What are you going to give the whale? I'm going to give the whale three stars. Three stars. I, I think Brendan really pulled it through. Yeah, um, I'd say it's between two and three stars. I bet I'm going to. He definitely. There was far too much time of him just in the shower. <laughs> I thought that was a bit inappropriate. Yeah. But like and. For me, the we've seen the before. I want to see the after. Do you exactly. Know I mean? Yeah. For me, the kind of the yeah. metaphor of the whale was a bit <laughs> forced when he was rolling down the beach <laughs> and just saw a beached whale and then ended up lying next to it. I thought that was actually quite offensive. I think when he fell asleep on the beach, yeah, 
after being so so he emotionally found the beach whale hated and, that bit too yeah. Yeah, yeah you know when he saw the beach whale and yeah. then emotionally saw himself as the beach whale yeah and then in that moment of realization he sort of drifts off into a nap yeah and then he wakes up and he's being dragged back into the ocean by emergency services who have yeah. misunderstood that he's <laughs> thought, they thought the beach whale was, was him, him and, and he, he was, was the, the beach, beach whale, whale yeah. i think that was i didn't like that bit that bit was a bit on the nose <laughs> That bit was a bit on the nose. What did you a, think of the ending? Uh, the, <laughs> what, when he exposed because of the gas? No, when he <laughs> when he swam into the sea and became a whale himself. Well, I think the, I think when they had the big title card saying the whale. The whale. I think it's like, uh, that's on the nose. That's on the nose because he is the whale. And he's <laughs> yeah. become the whale. And I, what was the point of the film? It was like Brendan Fraser turning from a fat man into an actual whale. <laughs> I think... It, what was it point, saying? I think the point, the main point in the film is look how fucking fat Brendan <laughs> Fraser is. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. You know that guy from The Mummy? Mummy, look how fat yeah, this guy is. Yeah, he's a whale is. now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know? He's a whale. That was the main, that was the main point, I think, of Yeah, the so three stars. Yeah. <laughs> it was nearly there in a lot yeah, of places. Yeah. Have you heard anything else about the Oscars? Um, Jimmy Kimmel hosted it. He's, is he just going to be the default guy when something happens? What was he? Did he host it last year? Because it know. feels like he's part of like a fixture of the wall in the theatre almost. <laughs> For some reason, when you said the wall, I immediately went oh, to the whale. The, the, no, the, B, the BBC game show. <laughs> when you hosted had to... by Warwick Davis or by Danny Dyer. Oh, I'm or thinking. Neither. Oh, that, that's Danny Dyer. But I was thinking of Hole in the Wall. Do you remember Hole in the Wall when different celebrities and is members this good, of the public... Is this good podcasting? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So when I say something else and then you thought... Something oh, do you mean this was, bit? Yeah. Is this good podcasting right now? Uh, briefly. When I was saying Drew Kill was a fixture of the wall and then you, for some reason, thought something else and now start talking about it and then got the game show wrong. Was that good <laughs> podcasting or was that bad podcasting? It wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't respectable broadcasting, <laughs> but I think it might just be good podcasting. Okay, sure. Because, because I, I think we had the same fa like foundational principles as the BBC, to educate, yes. to entertain, <laughs> and to inform. Yeah. And have we, are we, are we, are we staying true on all three of those? Educate, if people didn't know about Hole in the Wall, the game show, then they're about to. Inform, if people don't know about Hole in the Wall, the game <laughs> show, then they're about to. And what was the last one? Entertain. Obviously. Obviously. Nothing funnier. So Hole in the Wall was a game show yeah. when it used to be, you'd get celebrities and members of, the, it's just a brief aside, um, celebrities and yeah. members of the public yeah. and they'd all have to put on light, lycra kind of suits and then That's the hook. it would go, hur, 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 <laughs> and then, then a, a, a guy wall, there, then a wall would sound. be revealed yeah. and it would be in the shape of a person doing a certain difficult action. Oh yeah. And the wall would get closer to them. They'd scramble trying to get in the right place. Yeah. And if they didn't get it, the wall would hit them and they go into the water. It's a great game show. Everyone should check it out. It was hosted by someone ridiculous, but I can't remember who. Um, Eamon Holmes. A lot camper. A lot camper. Yeah. Um, was it? Did they fall into gunk? Was it? Nickelodeon it could have slime? been. Could have been gunk, but I think it's water. Because I feel that game show was that there's an actual game you can do on either like a Japanese style arcade or on like a Wii where you have to get your body into on the, the shape. Wii. Yeah, you could play Hole in the Wall like a version of it on one of those. Sounds shit. Those motion. Remember, we thought the Wii was going to change. I was well. What I was thinking then was, why have we moved away from the Wii? Yeah, I, I think. 
I still play. I'm gonna. I keep forgetting to bring the Wii up. But I, you're gonna bring the Wii up. Yeah. Yeah. I used to play when I was Wii doing, Sports. It didn't really get any better than Wii Sports though. Wii, Wii Sports, Sports was their like start a game. Wii Sports Resort. Yeah. Right show. Oh, Wii Sports. <laughs> got a fuck. It, it got a lot better about <laughs> really? it. Really? Yeah. I used to when I was doing my master's dissertation. Yeah. I would finish up for the day on Wii Sports Resort. That was yeah. what his master's dissertation was about. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the intricacies, the <laughs> political fallouts and controversies behind it. Um, no, I would finish up for the day um, yeah. and put on some music and play eight, 18 holes at the Wii Sports Resort yeah. golf course. And I'd used to um, pretend I was in a major tournament. So I would say I'd play four rounds of 18 holes mm. and I'd say what my opponent had got. Mm. So like, you know, 12 under yeah. and then I'd have to beat that. When you say say, yeah, would you say it out loud? Say what? You said say what my opponent would got. Um, I th- I would write it down and say it out loud. I go fourteen under. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to beat that. But a big part of the appeal of golf, I was for like you twenty. No, it wasn't. Is being able to practice sportsmanship under pressure. <laughs> That's a big appeal for you, isn't it? No, nonsense. What you, don't are you, think, about? you don't think the competitiveness and then showing. A yeah. good handshake. It's one of my favourite things about sport. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't mean that's not why I'm doing eighteen round eighteen holes on Wii Sports Resort. Now, you don't play against, you can't play against someone. You have to play by yourself because yeah. otherwise they don't have any like AI. So you just that would be great if you could play against sure. someone. I'd love to do some match play. Yeah. That's a great idea. But you were that that's that's, that's a side. That counts as an right. aside. Hole in the wall. So that was that good podcasting, just that last five minutes. The jury is out on that one. <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> it was certainly it's a, a stream one. of consciousness. Yeah. So you go from <laughs> hole in the wall to Wii Sports Resort. I don't know if it's excellent or bad, just bad broadcasting. But, I, but it's, you know what? It's all we can do. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't really change it now. It's really a take it That's or leave. That's all it. we've got. It's yeah. a take it or leave a situation. Yeah. yeah. We can't suddenly become professional. <laughs> But no, hold on. Let's try it back. Wii Sports Resort. No, I was talking about Jimmy Kimmel in a wall. being part of the wall. Of, <laughs> of the, the so it really, it all yeah. came from the word wall. But you, that's a weird phrase to use. You should have said part of the furniture. Yeah. No one says like part that. of the wall. <laughs> but it's funny. Like, he's part... And he, like, he comes out like... Oh, in like in Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's yeah. getting out. He's just so, like... Down the line, it's unbelievable. With like barnacles on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When do you ever see a barnacle other than in a pirate film? What I've even seen is? barnacles. When have you seen a barnacle? Uh, bottom of a boat. I fear we're going on another tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, watch boat? I've been on boats. Well, you've been on a boat recently. Yeah, so on the bottom were there of the boat. Ba- were there barnacles at the bottom of the boat? barnacles on the boat. Also, I went to... Well, there were barnacles bar- at the bottom of the boat in Bali. Yes. What, with the big barnacles Not at the bottom of the barnacle. boat in Bali? Not as big as Cornwall. Cornwall has bigger barnacles than Bali. Well, Cornwall has bigger <laughs> barnacles than the barnacles in Bali. Yeah. The barnacles in the boat in Bali weren't <laughs> as big as the barnacles on the boat in Bude in Cornwall. That's weird, because I think <laughs> <laughs> that the barnacles in Bude in Cornwall would be bigger than the barnacles in Bali in the boat. Damn. They were. Right, so I was right about the barnacles in Bali being larger? No, the bigger. barnacles in... <laughs> right, yeah. So everywhere, anywhere, all all the time, behind the bin, upstairs, one did a pretty clean sweep of the Oscars. That wasn't the name of the film. Was it not? No, I think what you was got it called? that vastly <laughs> wrong. What was it I called? think you just said, like, wherever, <laughs> all the time, everywhere, did well. Yeah. You've made me all, forget it. Yeah, all the time. No, everywhere, under. you've made me fucking forget. Everywhere, anywhere. No, that's wrong. 
everywhere, en- anywhere, everywhere, everywhere goes every, all at once. Everywhere, any. Yeah. You know, the one thing we're meant to do quite pro- like well is film yeah. stuff, and we're yeah. uh, we're not. No, I know. everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once is what it is. Oh, you do know it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, were you having? Well, I didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, we, we've got the same outfits on. Um, that swept up. Well, green and blue. I know Where's this is blue? slightly black, but yeah, they're jeans. They're, it's a green top and dark jeans. That's black. And what? That's black. That's navy. That's black. That's navy. You're colorblind. I am a bit. I'm sure you are. Yeah. yeah. No, I said something. Uh, Elle's convinced that one of my a pair of my trousers are brown and she's lost her fucking mind. Really? Yeah. I, I, need to, I need to sell navy. Yeah. I could bring them up in a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that swept up. I think unfairly, I wanted Tar to win, but yeah. I didn't care enough about Tar no. to really want it to win. Sure, yeah, I and they, it won three acting things. I don't know. I feel a bit of a bit of a fucking um, Scrooge, not like loving everywhere because everyone fucking lost their minds, and it's great to see you know young filmmakers be creative and. You know, it's good to see a film with such a Sticking out there eyeballs to heads. Yeah, it's a film. To see, good to see to see a film so out there, cleaning up. I guess yeah. it's good to have the the Asian American representation and stuff. But yeah. I thought it was a piece of shit. Mm. You know, not a piece of shit. I just I completely disconnected from it because there was a moment I watched it with Paddy, which is never a good sign because we're both miserable. Mm. Um, and I think half an hour through it after I think we'd gone through about five million different scenarios mm. um, no I think there's six yeah, <laughs> six million yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Paddy goes to me do you think the whole film's going to be like this and that, I said I think it will be yeah. and the whole film was like that yeah well that's um, it's hard to enjoy the rest of it when someone says that to you <laughs> yeah and so it probably did yeah it ruined it <clears throat> yeah and you know and it's, it was obviously cute to see the guy who was Indiana Jones win best actor the Asian boy. He was Indiana Jones. The one in the the child in Indiana Jones. Oh, is he? He was also in Do you the. You know, Go- you know, you you not even following that emotional story. No, he was in the Goonies, wasn't he? No. Yeah. Maybe he was in the Goonies. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure he's in Indiana Jones? Positive. Well, I'm positive about the Goonies. It. The whole point, the emotional pull of this year's Oscars right. was. Well, it was also Fat Brendan Fraser winning an award. I think that was the emotional. No, pull. As that was actually the secondary emotional pull. The main emotional pull was the. The actor in Indiana Jones, he was the child actor in the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Big role yeah. when you're a kid. Never worked since. Other than the was Goonies. A, I don't think he did the Goonies. He did the Goonies. I can't uh, bother to look it up. And then he thought he'd never work again. For 20 years he was out there. Maybe even 20, 30, 25 really? years. Then he got this job. Yeah. Out and of now nowhere. he's just and swept now, up. Yeah, and he's crying in all these interviews and stuff. He's very happy. Yeah, happy he's, guy. He's, he's the happiest we can't man. Be- can't believe, can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. He thought he was fucked. He's he's not even bothered to try and play it cool. He can't believe his luck. Yeah, which I don't know whether but I. You like wouldn't. Or... Would you play it cool if you haven't worked for thirty years? Then you just get the the role of a lifetime, win an Oscar. I think I'd be really bitter about it. Oh, like, imagine how like many really Oscars I could out. have won <laughs> if, if you, you bastards gave me just a couple of jobs. Literally, you give me one job and it's there. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how gr- how great was the to the the late the main lady. Your face did something weird then. Michelle, y- y- Yon. I can't really. Re- I watched this film ages ago. Yeah. I I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't like the comedy. But I like the, the ending. Was, yeah. No, I thought the the thing I hated the most about it was the comedy. Yeah. Because it was just random, silly, kind of like a throwback to like random the humor noughties, when yeah. we were like yeah. Which was a, it was just a bit childish humor, but there was some there was some that was okay. But I quite like the ending. 
I quite like the emotional ending. Yeah. But it wasn't I wasn't I, I wasn't enthused by it. Um I think I think it was any this, of the characters. I think it was this ev- all of the everyone's characters all the time. I so do you think it was the everything and everywhere that was I think it was all the all I think it was the amount of everything all the time constantly happening that actually took me out of right now. So if it was just everywhere all at once you could have got it. Maybe. But if you include everything it's a bit too much. <laughs> I think some things all at once would have been a better film. Yeah, a few things now and again. <laughs> then that's a bit more palatable. Yeah. But I also um the amount of people who love that film and it blows their mind. They come up, they come out the cinema like, wow, they're giving 10 pounds to a homeless guy. Mm. They're skipping down the street. Yeah. You know, it makes me think maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe if I rewatched it. Well, <laughs> so I don't, don't know. Cause I had the opinion where I was like, it's decent, but it's not amazing. Yeah, so don't, so don't, don't think cause you liked it. You're right. And that I didn't like it. That suddenly you're like, Oh, maybe I didn't like it. You know, uh, have an opinion have an opinion is that what I, you're saying that's what I'm saying I'm saying you're not as much of a tastemaker as you I think, think I you am are. I no. think I'm, I'm, a, I'm a taste and I think I'm a trendsetter what trends have you I set I think I've set a lot of trends such as shoes <laughs> no socks Birkenstocks with m- mismatched shoes everyone's doing this now mismatching socks socks yeah yeah um, we should probably get on to the big topic yeah of the, the big topic of the day Gary uh, Gaza Lineker Boygan Wild, he's, he's he's made a couple of appearances for different reasons, and this is what what's interesting about Gary Lineker is um, is the diversity of reasons he's been talked about on the pod. Because there was when he said he was a victim of racism. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there was. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot. Oh God, it's yeah. Beginning to look Christmassy. It's beginning to look. It's beginning. Yeah, it's, bit, it's, it's beginning to look Christmassy. It's beginning you, to you, look a bit like Christmassy. No, I think you always think the pun was better than it was, yeah. and you're always taken aback by how bad the pun was. So, what was the pun? The pun was, "It's beginning to look Christmassy." I am taken aback by that. <laughs> you thought there was more to it. I thought it went into the actual lyrics of yeah, the song. Yeah, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas or something like yeah, that. But it's, I, I think it's actually it's beginning to look Christmassy. It's astounding. It's great. It, <laughs> it's makes, it does make it even better. It does make it even better. Yeah. So that very different vibe for Victor of Racism, and now we've got. This, which I guess isn't really Boy Gone Wild, it's actually quite. Um, so I, we were up here when the news notification came out. Are we? What on doing a podcast or writing? R- writing, and I think we at the our first read of it was like so. Gary Lineker's t- it was before he was kicked off the air. Gary Lineker's told um, that his tweet comparing yeah, yeah. the Tories to 1930s Germany. Yeah. We our first read was it probably it probably is a bit much. Probably compare, is a bit much to compare them to, yeah, to yeah. the Nazis. Yeah, because um, it is a bit much. It is a bit much. But it's fine that you can do that a bit much. <clears throat> um, and then he got kicked off and now it's become this unbelievably huge thing. Yeah. How, how have your opinions changed since not... that first moment? No, because when my opinions of the first moment was evaluating his tweet. Sure. And I was like, that's probably a bit of a bit much yeah. of a comparison. But they're not kicking him off due to his historical inaccuracy. Yeah. They're kicking him off because he's doing an opinion on the government, basically. Mm. Um, so there hasn't really changed. Like mm. the tweet is a... It's, it, the tweet is a bit much of a like the compare you can make i'm not saying you shouldn't be able to make the comparison i'm just saying that's you know it's a bit much yeah that's what it's like it's a bit much yeah um but well yeah i mean it's changed because it's insane how he can get kicked off match of the day yeah i mean it's so it's so soaked in quite frankly corruption Ooh. yeah i'm nice. bringing in the c word but the reaction's been pretty overwhelming yeah it is funny because it does yeah, yeah, well, it's, he's back on. He's back on now, yeah. isn't he? I mean, because at first I was like, "Yeah, shouldn't 
I, I was talking to my stepdad actually about this. I was because I hadn't read it properly, yeah. and I was like, "Well, yeah, sure." But BBC pundits have to be, you know, um, impartial. Um, but then the the truth is that like <laughs> it was on his personal Twitter account. It wasn't on Match of the Day. It wasn't on BBC like programming. Mm. And there's a kind of a rule that if you you have to be impartial with the thing that you're an expert on. Mm. So and Gary Lineker isn't an expert on refugees or World War Two. Interesting. So you can be you can have a he, his thing is football. He's not impartial on that. He's not impartial He's on football, but no one really cares <laughs> about impartiality on football. You want a bit of a yeah. It'll be hilarious if he got kicked <laughs> off for celebrating Leicester's Premier League win. <laughs> Um, but no, it's insane. And it's, it's obviously it's a ridiculous thing that shouldn't have happened. Mm. And then it, by itself, but then the BBC chairman's like, help Boris Johnson get a loan. Alan Sugar had loads of anti-Corbyn tweets when he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the amount of anti-Corbyn shit, no one's ever been kicked off for being anti-Corbyn on the BBC. That's true. No, no one gives a fuck. So, yeah. And I think the moment of like, there was a brief moment I was like trying to be objective because I know the 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 prevailing wind will always be in favour of Gary. So I was trying to think what's Profound. actually the case. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, maybe the rules, if the rules are impartiality, then you knew what That's you signed what up I for. That's what I went to. And then I thought about, oh, but they're not that. Yeah. It really is inc- inconsistent. Yeah, and yeah, it is yeah. complete double standard. Yeah. And it is clearly the... Uh, well, what I but think... if you can't have a football presenter saying <laughs> something on Twitter... Yeah. That's not his, like, that's not what he's there for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That should always be fine. But it, it, the the policy clearly comes from the BBC shift that I think has happened in the last three, four years, which is the question about funding, the question about the license yeah. fee has partly, and also basically since Brexit, yeah. the fury towards the BBC by Brexiteers in this country of feeling unrepresented and seeing the BBC as this liberal institution that yeah, yeah. people pay taxes into, but actually only represents the views of the metropolitan tofu eat tofu eat tofu eating wokerati. Yeah, um, and so t- they had trying to have push back that wherever they can. But then there's the opposite side saying the opposite thing. Yeah, as we spoke about this actually before yeah. of just you never. I I'm not an expert in media bias. Yeah, um, but. All of the more slightly more hardcore left think is too right wing, and all of yeah. the slightly more hardcore right think. Well, it's is too got a double. It's wing. got a double bias, which is that it definitely got a, a metropolitan liberal bias because most people on BBC are, and it's definitely very woke and leftist in that way. Yeah. But then it also has a governmental economic bias. I feel with like Koonsberg after Johnson got elected, I thought it was astonishing to watch. Yeah. The the glowing praise she had for how amazing Johnson's election victory was. Yeah. And it feels like a lot of that side of it was more... And it's well, basically it's interesting, it's status she quo. Because BBC News is different to uh, like the Guardian or the Mail because when they actually report like a news article, it's, they, it's literally just statements of fact. Yes. Um, but they do, they've... I mean... I guess they have to, but they kind of have to have like opinion pieces mm. as well. Yeah. And then you're like, then you've just got to get a balance of different people. But I guess because like Coonsberg, who are the other ones? Don't know. Nick something. Mm-hmm. Nick Robinson. Nick Robinson. Yeah. I guess I don't really know, but I don't, they, they will, but you have to, they're going to have to lean one way or the other if it's an opinion. It's the problem is, is that the, the government does affect their future so much yeah so if they are constantly anti-tory 
it's going to potentially cut. Like the the BBC yeah. could have a lot of funding cut. Yeah, yeah, which is not a good place for the BBC to be. And I think that's why he acted rashly. The yeah, chairman. Wait, because of because the BBC's futures under threat from the Tories. Yeah, and a big reason why the Tories are so adamant on trying to cut down yeah, the yeah, so institution just, yeah. is because they feel it's kind of socially certainly anti-Tory. But then yeah. everyone thinks it's pro. I don't know. It's conf- it's confusing. It's also, but it's fun seeing because they have to do it more than anyone. And I'm I'm not really sure how much of this of <laughs> examples of this there are. Um, whether it happened with like what is it the news of the world with the phone tapping stuff. But the BBC News, because they have to be impartial, when the story is them, they have to put it as their headline. Like, on BBC News was the BBC News chaos. Yeah. Which is always fun seeing yeah. them reporting on it. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's been doing the rounds on social media where it's... It was, BB, it was on BBC News. Yeah. And the presenter was like, BBC News have asked BBC News for a comment. <laughs> and BBC but News they get to respond. <laughs> <laughs> BBC News have rejected. Well, it would be funny if she did like a... She could have done like a half and half thing where she wore like a dress and a yeah. suit and did an interview with herself yeah. switching like that. Yeah. Being BBC News and BBC News. But they didn't. But they decided not to go yeah. that way. Yeah. I, and that's why the institution's <coughs> going in the shitter. I've also, I've been interested by how much people have clung to this story. Like people talking about being, loving this story, being fascinated by this story. You know why? Why? Slow news. Must be. I we think, said, we said how there was no news. It's quite remarkably dull. Yeah. I don't find it that interesting but at it's all. This cult- as be- I, I thought it was a relatively dull but story. But it's just culture war stuff. Yeah. And everyone laps up a culture you war know, stuff. You know, I saw someone saying, the fir- I, who knew that I would be standing three football uh, presenters? Yeah. I'd never watched football in my life. Stuff like that. There so isn't... I- what my thoughts went to, Letizia. Yeah, let's get Matt back. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was Sky, wasn't he? Yeah. But let's just pretend that, that he wasn't Sky. Yeah. Um, for the purpose of this conversation. Yeah. What did he do? He oh, denied he the bad. war crimes in Bucha right. in Ukraine. Yep, that's, he said it was a hoax. Yeah. But that's because that's where, this is why it's such an ongoing debate and it's always going to be an ongoing debate. Yeah. But that's why people love talking about it because there isn't an answer. So then everyone can have an opinion. Yeah. But it's like, if, we, or you if can we're not going to allow... Opinions. Pardon? Or you can eat buffet of opinions. But no one's doing that. Everyone's serving their own buffet. Yeah. Of their own opinions. No one's eating them. Yeah. It's actually very profound. Mm. It's not very profound. But Letizia, where do we draw the line between Letizia saying the Ukraine war crimes are a hoax and Gary Lineker calling the UK's asylum or refugee policy as that of (coughs) World War II? Well, it's about balance. It's not just impartiality, but it's about presenting balance on the BBC, isn't it? I guess you can also yeah so no, you yeah. can have Letizia and Gary Lineker on match of the day yeah and then you could have them both undermining each other's opinions. I think the best situation the of balance. would be we don't go back. Match of the day is no longer about football. Yeah, we get Gary Lineker and Matt Letizia on. Yeah, Gary Lineker only talks about how the UK's refugee policy is akin to Germany yeah. in the in World War Two. Yeah, and Letizia just talks about how UK war crimes don't exist. Ukraine. Now. I like the idea. Would this is a bit off the wall, but I think BBC needs to do something to reinvigorate. The BBC are in a really tough spot. It's been a terrible PR disaster for the BBC commissioner. I think he needs to act decisively and boldly. Rebrand match of the day to snatch of the day. Right. And what would that be? <laughs> it would be Ian Wright, Alan Shearer, and Gary Lineker. So you get Gary Lineker back, but in a different way. And they're rating snatches. 
Right. Vaginas. What's the, yeah, yeah. So they're where, ranking them. Where would they get these images? <coughs> they're sent in from the British public. Right. <laughs> that really changes it. And it says the location. It'll be like Barbara yep. from Guildford. Yep. And then they they discuss the snatch. Um, right in detail and using their expertise as an analyst yeah now i think that's bold i think i think a lot of people aren't gonna like it yeah but i think it'll be looked back on Mm. as saving his career it was a rebrand isn't it it's a rebrand for the bbc match of the day no longer exists the much loved highlight show is gone but snatch of the day will give bring in new fans maybe that could be post watershed (laughs) but pre-watershed it's it's well match of the day is post watershed anyway it's at 10 30 on a saturday Right, so we've already solved that's that. That's prime problem. time snatch time. Well, that's one problem to solve. And I don't think there's any other. <laughs> I don't think there's any other problems at all. The thing is, Catch I was day, about to bring fishing. up. Yeah, is that what it's based on, though? Match of the day, maybe. Ca- Catch maybe. Of the day. it probably is. Actually, it's probably one of his fucking puns. It is. He comes from a long line of punners. Yeah, but something I've. I was going to bring up Gary Lineker on previous pods because you know I have this weird relationship with Gary Lineker. It's very one-sided. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And now this whole thing I, is it frustrating because it's sort of brought. It's going to mean that he's going to. It's giving him a second win now. Yeah. Because I do think he was faltering as a presenter, from really loving Gary. Yeah. He's accelerated into this elder statesman figure. Yeah. And he's got this granddaddy or mm-hmm. even daddishness, I guess now. Yeah. That because I watched Match today. It's probably my favourite program. Yeah. <laughs> And he does this, he now, if you watch the way he sits and the way he talks is... You think he's too big for his boots? Yes. And he's just got this old, he's, he's starting to act like David Attenborough. And I think it's right. I think it's time we get rid of him. Do you think? But we can't get rid of him now. Well, yeah, because, That's I mean... Which is annoying. Yeah, and he is, but he's going to come back even harder. Yeah. Also, I've already, this isn't an original take, but I am very much looking forward to the pun he does. <laughs> to come back into, <laughs> on his first match of the day. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Because you have yeah. to address it. With a pun? Well, yeah, we a pun. He doesn't really know how to express his, his emotions any other way. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Other than on Twitter. <laughs> what would you think you could be? Um, you're going to have to give me a minute. That's not very good. Well, no, I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> it would be something about... Um, impartial. No. Impartial. Anthony Impartial. This is why you're not on the BBC. <laughs> Match of the day writing team. Man United um, have scored Man another United. goal. I wonder who it is. Probably Anthony Impartial. That's not a very good opener. <laughs> it's not a very good opener to the show. We're going to go over to the Patreon now. Where the pun will be revealed. <laughs> so what so so better we're reason gonna, to pay £2.50? We're going to put the pun behind a paywall. Yeah. Um, As we should do more often. We should put puns, all puns behind a paywall and a firewall. Yeah. Um, see you guys next week. Wait, like and subscribe. Oh yeah, like and subscribe. And comment if you want. But like and subscribe and the Patreon's fun. Bye.